You know, we are here with Leo Martinez, who went from nothing to, I would say, millions of dollars in roofing sales. <laughs> so can you tell us more about you? I mean, I don't know much about you. Uh, I read on your calendar application that your uh, why you are the best roofing company and you said we fuck. So I'm really yeah, interested. Yeah. Why do you think that? Why is uh, t- tell me more? Like I'm, I'm course, genuinely interested to know more about you and more about the company because you're not that much older than me, just a year older, and yep. you have a marketing agency and you have a roofing company, so right. you are everything. So yeah. I, I'm really interested to hear your story. 100%. So tell me more. First, yeah, first and foremost, thank you, uh, Alex, for having me on your podcast. Um, I'm very happy that I'm able to help you uh, start it. And I'm glad that you're posting content. I'm glad you're adding value into the roofing community. I hope that you blow up, you trend, you get all kinds of big figures in the industry on here mm-hmm. and uh, make it an amazing thing. So I'm very grateful to be on here. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so when I was 19, I was a mechanic, right? I was like uh, doing the nine to five thing. Um, and I did that until about, you know, 21 or so. Uh, and But I always knew I wanted to be like a business owner. Like I wanted to be an entrepreneur. And I knew that I needed to develop skills in order to get there. Um, I had gotten recruited by like an MLM, you know, multi-level marketing pyramid scheme, like insurance, life insurance thing. And I was like, man, this is just not it. And like I was doing the mechanic thing, like kind of stock trading on the side. Um, And then I came across a Craigslist ad that was for roofing sales. So I interviewed with them. Uh, It was, you know, a lot of things went into place. I basically just like left my job at the time i was in oklahoma went back to southwest kansas went to interview this roofing company way in like Greeley, colorado which is like eight hour like six hours away from my hometown um just in the in the pursuit of like becoming some sort of business owner right the the craigslist ad said entrepreneur type wanted so i was obviously called and then uh it was roofing sales so I, I i went in and i was like okay so this is a new concept there's no nine to five i'm on commission only and i have to perform so this is like blowing my mind right um and it's like all you have to do is apply good business and do you know build your network put the doors in. yeah do do everything right um now, of course, that company uh, didn't work out for, you know, reasons I, I won't get into. It just, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the leadership was not there. So one of the sales guys that had become kind of like a personal mentor to me had gone to a different company. Um, and it's the company I'm, at, I'm with right now, uh, Soderberg. Um, so basically, I went over to Soderberg and I saw the way they were doing things. And it Can was... It, it was that I think we're having like some sort of uh, server issues or something like that. Uh, I think it's your connection because it seems to be laggy. Can you hear me properly? Yeah, I can hear you. Are you are you getting everything? Yeah. Technical yeah so uh, let me see. I think the innovative. Yeah, technical difficulties. Uh, okay, you you are lagging out, but can you hear me? Yeah, I can. I can. Can you hear I me? I can hear you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. So uh, it could be the quality, or it could be the connection. So seven twenty is live. So it should be good. It should be I good. Think, I think I'm good on the stream. Yeah, you're all good on camera. Okay. Cool. Yeah, you can yeah, continue. I'm, I'm watching this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, you're all good, but okay. you are you are bugging out a bit. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. 
anyway. But your connection is a bit, you know? Right, right. Yeah, definitely. So I came over to uh, the Soderbergh and it was a world of a difference. Like this company was like straight out of a movie. It's like the the team, everything, like it's it was crazy, man. Like they, they literally, it felt like Wolf of Wall Street. Like it literally felt like Wolf of Wall Street. So obviously I was hooked instantly. Like the way they were selling, like they were just active every day. Absolutely. Like they were out hustling. They were making tons of money. There's guys with Rolexes on their wrist. Just money, 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 money. Like people are moving, right? And I'm, yeah. I was like, like me as like a low level business guy, like going into this and witnessing this firsthand. I'm like, holy shit, this is how you, this is how it's done, right? So I'm obviously hooked. I'm obviously like trying to figure out how to um, be, be like operate at this level, right? Just making sure that the li- the stream's live. Yeah, this Riverside thing is mm-hmm. interesting. Um, Anyway, yeah, yeah, we're live, yeah. but uh, your connection, yeah, yeah, but your connection seems to be uh, maybe uh, your connection is not stable. Uh, I think it's, uh, I'm wondering how we can fix it. Maybe because it's live, hmm? yeah, I'm not sure what's going on there. Good, okay. it's a good way to t- test out this. Uh, riverside I don't think it's thing. the riverside, I think it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but it, it it works very well usually. Just that uh, you have been you have some lags, maybe because the ca- my camera is at 4K. Maybe that's the reason. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it says having issues connecting with servers. Should we, should we maybe re- restart everything? Yeah, maybe. Is is Zoom not working for you? Yeah. Okay. Let, let's slow. Uh, what applications do you have on your PC? Uh, Zoom um, works, Zoom. but you should shut down everything besides this stream, okay? Yeah, everything shut down. So only keep. Yeah, just turn everything besides this tab. Everything is shut down. Yeah, everything is shut down. Okay, can you uh, hear me? Yes. Okay, so I th- I had to shut down your camera. Are you? Okay. Speak, say something. Can you hear me still? Test, test. Yep, I can hear you. Good, good. So uh, now I had to turn off the cameras. <laughs> okay, I'm right. going to uh, get it back up. Let's see if it's going to work for you. Because, you know, having uh, cameras is, is very weird. Yeah, yeah, man. Sorry about this happens. Okay. Uh, you can you can shut down your camera. I think that's the best way to do it. You know? Yeah, my camera's off. Or turn it back up. Yeah, yeah, I know. Turn it, turn it on again. There we go. There it's on. Now, 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 now continue with the Wolf of the Wall Street. That's where we were at. Yes, yes, definitely. Everybody in that roofing company is uh, like Wolf of the Wall Street. Yeah, they're killers. They're getting it right. They have Rolexes on okay. their wrist. They're doing millions in sales. So I'm like hooked. I'm, I'm okay. rolling with them. I'm figuring out what they're saying to these people at the doors. I'm learning sales right very slowly. Um, mm-hmm. and so I had made like from October till April with the first roofing company, I made probably like $4,000, $5,000, something like that. So it was like literally nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, I had made about like eight or nine grand the first month that I was with this new company. So they were, mm-hmm. they were crazy. They blew my mind. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, from that April to August, to the end of the year, I was able to save up about like twenty thousand dollars, 
um, and buy myself a truck with the commissions that I earned from, you know, door to door roofing sales, and of course, paying for my expenses and all that, like at the end of the month, at the end of the year, I had $20,000 left over. So that was, you know, it, it blew my mind. Um, and then we opened up an office in Kansas City where mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm, I'm in for the adventure. So I, I came to the office, helped start it up. And uh, mm-hmm. I, that's where I ended up. I'm, I'm here now. Uh, you know, I kind of liked the vibe around here. So I, I stuck around. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it's been, it's been a great ride. So that's why I'm saying like of all, you know, of all roofers, we fuck. Like this company <laughs> fucks, you know what I mean? I see. I see. So how much uh, does your company make a month? Uh, we probably do anywhere from like 400 to like 700,000 per month. A month. Yeah. That's insane. So how long uh, do you have this company for? I'm not the owner, just so you know. I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a roofing sales guy with mm-hmm. the, with Soderberg. Um, mm-hmm. The company has been in business since 2013. I've been here mm-hmm. since 2020. Mm-hmm. And are you the top sales guy in there? No, not by any means. Mm-hmm. And uh, if uh, anybody is watching this podcast and uh, needs some sales tips, what would you say uh, is the most important few things that you need to know to close more roofing deals, more roofing jobs? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I think the biggest thing, and we just hired a new guy on Monday, and you know, mm-hmm. I told him the same thing, and he's gotten success from this advice. The biggest thing that you need to understand is you need to put the doors in and you need to talk to a lot of people. And if you're not prepared mm-hmm. to talk to 2000, 3000, 5000 people within the next few months, go get a job at McDonald's. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you need to talk to people, a lot of people. You need to get over the fact that you are lazy and don't want to knock 20, 30, 40, 100 doors a day and you need to go and talk to a lot of people. It's very simple. It's like a, a dummy could do it. You don't need a good pitch. You don't need anything. You need to find the right, at first, when you're starting out, you need to find the right person that's going to give you the chance. And that could take 40 doors. That could take 70. You know what I mean? But like the law of large numbers never fails. You will get a deal and it will go through for you as long as you put the work in. Now, when you're a little bit higher level, then you can take people's objections and handle them and overcome them. But at first, you need to get the confidence under your belt that you know what you're doing before you want to dive into that, you know, higher level sales game. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, what do you think about, uh, this, uh, sales gurus? Do you have any guru that you like that you don't like? Or yeah, you, think, you are all self-taught. I'm, I'm pretty much self-taught. I study a lot of, uh, business entrepreneurs that I look up to that are in a similar position to where I would like to be in, uh, in 10 years or whatever. Um, you know, I, I always look at who's talking and then I'm, and I, I take a time to see where are they in life? How are they physically? How are they mentally? How are they spiritually? All that stuff. And then I take their advice for either face value or law. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. if Elon Musk says something. I'm basically going to take it for law because that guy is a freaking genius. You know what I mean? Versus mm-hmm. if a low level sales guru is out of shape and he's saying something, I'm going to take it for face value. I'm going to extract it. I'm going to be like, okay. You said this, this, and this. I think I can make this part work. Um, we'll we'll run with this and see what's up. You know, I kind of agree with that. You know, uh, a lot of people are trying to be gurus nowadays, and the issue is that everybody wants to be guru uh, when they make their first money. You know, 
Yeah. For example, for me, Jeff Bezos is a different breed. You know, mm-hmm. that guy is something else. Like starting the company at 30 and making it a richest company ever. You know, this guy makes, uh, I think I saw the information that he made uh, somebody's entire life of salary in a day, which yeah. is insane. Yeah, he does. It's like something crazy, right? And uh, I agree with that on that point. You know, many people, uh, you know, and something uh, that I wish to talk uh, and tell people is obviously the sales, right? Sales is by far the most important skill you can learn in life. Everything is sales. From friendships to business to, you know, getting a wife, you know? It's all about how much you can give and how much the other side can give and finding a middle ground. So I think it's definitely one of the most important things and it makes sense that it is actually something that turns your life around because if you're skilled at sales, you're skilled in all other aspects of life. Yeah, 100%. I completely agree. Um, (laughs) Persuasion persuasion is definitely (laughs) a very valuable asset to have. Communication, (laughs) being able to speak clearly. I'm (laughs) working on that skill right now actively myself. You know, I've rehearsed a bunch of lines. I try to not do filler words like, like, um, and then, you know, bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like I, when I record myself and listen to me say that, I actually get yeah. mad. I get angry at myself. <laughs> I do it again. I'm like, stop saying stupid shit like that. English is your first language. How do you not know how to speak it properly? You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, it happens all the time, but I can cope, you know, that, uh, my first language is Serbian. So I, I can cope that, you know, uh, that that's the reason. And sometimes, a lot of times I actually get mad because English is not my first language simply because accent and there is like issues with uh, speaking and stuff like that. I'm and all that BS, right? So right. you mentioned that you also own the marketing company for solar businesses. Correct. How how come that uh, – because you are in roofing, right? You've been in roofing for years now and you are actively selling in roofing. So why Correct. not a roofing company? Why not roofing marketing company? Yeah, that's a fantastic question. So the way I see it is I believe in building assets. I believe mm-hmm. wealth comes from asset creation and asset building. So the yep. relationships you have with people is a type of asset. A business that you make is a type of asset, commodities, um, you know, currency, whatever you own can be assets, right? And so I have a 10-year, 15-year, 20-year plan and I want the company that I'm with right now to be part of that plan and then be part of this greater vision that I want to be, you know, cultivate for my life. And so it was when deciding a niche, I was like, okay, I could be helping roofing companies and I could be just trying to get a quick buck that way, or I could develop the skill set to market at a very high level to where I'm bringing in infinite business for these companies and then use that skill set and install it into the company I'm with right now in order to increase the value of that company, take it to the next level, right? And so I'm not worried about the competitors. I'm not trying to help the competitors, right? Because all the competitors are, at the end of the day, going to be my competition. They're the people that I'm going to have to choose as an enemy and either, you know, overcome or, or battle and we build each other up a little bit. So... right. You know, I built a good uh, network and relationships with a bunch of different industries that are related to roofing, insurance, realtors, solar, 
um, all that. And I kind of did a little bit for everybody and I decided the highest value that I'm providing is solar. So the highest ROI to what people are charging me, um, I have identified is in the solar industry, solar niche. Um, we can bring about 300,000 to 400,000 seamlessly every single month for somebody that's paying me about five to 10 grand, right? And of course, that's bottom line contract price, that's revenue. So that's not exactly profit, right? So, you know, their profit margins or whatever, but either way, my philosophy is that I want to bring 10x value to anybody that works with me. Anybody that decides to, you know, get in business with me, like I better be bringing you a 10x return on whatever I'm asking you. And that way I can jump into any sales call and confidently tell them like, hey, I'm like, we fuck, we're going to bring you money. What's up? I like the confidence. Uh, you know, many, many uh, salesmen like confidence. And I believe without confidence and confidence in what you say and do, there is no sales. If you're insecure in your own product, then how do you expect the customer to be insecure? You know, you, you are a full package right in a way, simply because you don't give a shit what people think. You know, you came on this show, put some sunglasses. You don't give a shit. And Correct. that's what makes you a good salesman. Because yeah. you're not afraid of refusal. You're not afraid of what people will think about you. You just go in. You put the sunglasses. You don't give a shit, realistically. Right. So I really I really like that. It shows definitely confidence in yourself, in your ability to sell. So that that's okay. something you guys should learn. You know, you need to be certain of your product. You need to be confident of it. And you need to obviously make sure that the customer knows that your product is superior to anybody else in the industry. And that's how you win, right? By having confidence in your product and in your systems. I mean, it was, it was the same for me. I know you wanted to say something, but I want to go with the story. When I was selling Facebook ads to roofing companies and I wasn't sure about my back systems, I felt like shit. I felt like I'm scamming people, right? And I couldn't even sell for anything. Like even doing stuff for free didn't work. But once I figured out my systems and once we moved to Google and we started generating results, I actually have confidence to charge people $3,000 a month. Why? Because it works. I know it works and I don't care if you want to buy it or not, but it's clear that you are going to be profitable if you buy it. So it's up to you if you wish to struggle with lead generation or you don't want to struggle with that. <laughs> Is it over the phone now? Yeah. Let me see. Can, I, can you hear me? Yes. But the quality is way better uh, over the PC. You should go yeah, back not, to the PC. I'm not sure I think. what happened. Ah, okay. Are you on a laptop? You're like super slow motion right now. Mm -hmm. It's because of the connection. I cannot hear you at all. Yep. Yeah, you have uh, connection issues. Uh, were you on the laptop before? It looks like we lost uh, Leo. Unfortunate. Leonardo DiCaprio from <laughs> Wolf of the Wall Street decided to pop off. Hopefully he comes back. Oh, he's back. Yeah, I cannot hear you. And you are also horizontal. Ah, you're muted. Yeah, you pressed mute on... Uh... Yeah, you muted yourself. Now you're not muted on uh, the other screen. Okay. Um. That's good. This is hilarious. Yeah, I know, I know, like, so many technical difficulties. I mean, I think it's because I put the quality so high and your uh, connection cannot survive it, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
we can uh, we can just restart it in a minute if you wish, but I don't think there is a reason to do it. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. No, I couldn't. So, I couldn't hear you. My camera turned mm -hmm. off. Let's see. Uh -huh. I don't know if I can like hide. Now, now everything is works. Now everything is good. Yeah, everything should be good. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Perfect. So, again, uh, what I was saying, the confidence in your product and what you sell is a must. Otherwise. It won't work. It will never work. So I believe if you're confident in yourself, in your product, you always succeed because there is nothing stopping you. Uh, the main issue in sales is insecurity and inability to believe in what you speak. And if you have confidence in that, I think it's all good. So tell me, what is the most uh, or your biggest advice for roofing companies in terms of marketing? What they need to do more of? Um, my best key, key advice for roofing companies with marketing is definitely going to be to private message you on Facebook <laughs> and ask, how do I pay a hundred dollars? And then you bring me in $150,000 of contracts. I think, <laughs> I think I, I, I genuinely, I sit here and I think, how could anybody possibly match a hundred dollars to $150,000 in return? You know what I mean? So if yep. if any roofing company is watching this and they're like, how do I market better? I just told you what to do. So now the fact that you haven't done it yet, you are missing out. You are losing $150,000 every month because you're a dummy. <laughs> so what am I going to say? Yeah. Like, what? what? <laughs> I mean, it's true, but uh, that's uh, the way it's done is people sit on their uh, databases for years. They have all these numbers uh names and they don't do it you know right. and i i messaged a contractor in denver and said let's do it you have 1700 people let's blast it we do it and the guy comes to me and says in the first six days we did one hundred twenty thousand dollars. one job was actually forty thousand dollars and people are just sitting in their databases allowing it to collect dust so it's definitely a good advice because people, you know, people buy, pay home advisor. They, they're ready to pay home advisor 300 bucks per lead and then fight with 10 different contractors uh, to get the lowest price ever instead of paying a marketing company to do it for themselves, which makes no sense to me, right? I mean, I, I do understand you're scared, but aren't you scared of getting scammed by home advisor all this time? You're muted again. <laughs> you muted yourself. 100%. Um, yeah, you're back. I think there's there's uncertainty right now. You know, it's it's somewhat relatively new the agency space, mm -hmm. having these marketing yeah. agencies figuring out the right person to work with, as mm -hmm. well as vetting them, understanding like as a like thinking of it as a business owner. You know what I mean? Like, how do you get money on social media? It's like a relatively new concept. Most people have not like educated themselves in. Because for the mm -hmm. most part, they're running around, you know, doing the day-to-day -day operation that running a roofing company requires. So Absolutely. finding somebody that you can trust to do this high-level work, I understand. Like, I understand the, the speculation and, like, the just why. Because most of the time, a lot of roofing companies will burn their uh, business owners as well. Yeah. They'll get no results and they'll, you know, charge them X amount per month. And it's like, why would anybody want to work with a marketing agency after that again? I mean, it's understandable, you know, but that's why there is chargebacks. 
and yeah, yeah, if they don't really have a contact with you and you're confident that the results they have gave you just charge back you know but then again it's not the way to do it you know i mean me personally i would hate to be charged back on but you know there should be a contact uh, between the sides and yeah. if the results are not good enough then you just charge back but uh, again people get burned and that's the main problem currently with the people you know they, they get burned and they don't trust anybody ever again and that in the return hurts the whole industry however the good part about it is that people that trust an agency to work with and mm-hmm. do it and the agency is honorable and gets some good results are going mm-hmm. to be very, very far ahead of the competition yeah. in multiple sectors. So, you know, uh, when uh, it came to uh, trust and stuff, what I would you know, suggest to do is just check what the content this marketing guy has. Check his Facebook, uh, Facebook, check his website, check what he does before you talk to them, right? I mean, many people will be in your DMs pitching you 50 of replacements, but does he have any proof that he did it before? If there is no proof that he got somebody 50 of replacements, then why would you waste your time to get on the call? And why would you pay him $3,000 upfront? You know? Correct. I mean, I can charge $3,000 upfront because we have a, you know, we have a, Proof of concept, you know, we we actually do uh, have a proof of concept and people think that, uh, you know, we are just in there trying to take their money like the other company that screwed them over. But we actually have a proof of concept and I'll show you right now live uh, the proof that we have, you know, and I have no problem pitching that and saying that these services are worth that much because they are. And ultimately hiring somebody that you know has the company like I do, it's going to be way cheaper than hiring somebody in the United States to do it for you, you know? So to pay somebody in the United States, you need to cover their salaries, you need to cover their, uh, you know, pension funds, um, <laughs> their like healthcare, all this kind of stuff. It's more expensive than actually hiring a marketing company for $3,000 a month because you're actually not getting one person, you're getting a whole team for that money. Correct. So let me show you now. So this is the proof of concept, you know, that they like to show people uh, right here. Uh, you know, this is the leads that we actually get for our clients right here. So active. Let me see. Okay, you see? Yeah. And there is no lie, no nothing, right? So this is this. All from January. You see? 20 first 20 leads and we are 29th of January. Look at this. This company, Kahaba Roofing and Remodeling that we work for, generated over 90 leads in January, mm-hmm. which is insane. And this is why I think, you know, companies should trust me because I can actually show them. You know, I'm not saying this will be working on your company 100%, but I'll do my best for it to work. And I'll most definitely won't run away with their money, right? So that's the main thing, you know, that people need to show you if they want to charge you, you know, if there is no proof of concept, then what, how can you charge him uh, 3000 right? Or 2500 right? It doesn't matter. And many people think I'll go in there and then I'll just be like, oh, pay me 3000 And many people fall for that and they're blaming all the marketing agencies after that. 
So why are you blaming other marketing agencies or anyone if you are dumb enough to trust a person who has zero proof of concept? Like, why would you trust him? I think at the end of the day, um, all salespeople will have a bad rep because we're yeah. salespeople, because our job requires us yeah. to go out and sell something. Like the, the, the product that we have requires mm-hmm. a person to persuade another person into giving money to the business in order to acquire the product. Absolutely. And for the end of, for all of time, and even a thousand years from now, even 50,000 years from now, I believe that's going to ring true because it's just a fundamental thing that just, if you're a roofing owner, you're not going to sit there and think, let me go get a marketing agency, right? You're going to think, let me do marketing. How do I do marketing? Buy a billboard, whatever. If you're a homeowner, you're not going to be like, you know what? Let me let me call somebody to inspect my roof. Mm-hmm. You might every now and then, right? But the people that are actually showing interest is not going to sustain the business. The like the business will not be sustained just on the people that have are warm, are showing interest, right? So that's where the sales people come in. I see. Same with I solar, mean, same with insurance. Yeah, I mean it's true, but ultimately well, I'm just wondering, this is this is up to you, but would you yourself sell a product you don't know, uh, you think doesn't work? Yeah, a thousand percent no. Um, and I don't think any sales guy would be able to sell a product that they don't think works. Well, I mean, there's some douchebags out there. Yeah, so exactly. I mean, that's why they have the, bills, uh, the bad rap, right? And ultimately, that's why sales guys, you know, fall in trouble, right? I mean, me personally, I wouldn't be selling any product that I think doesn't work, you know? And, uh, you know, I I know we are both marketers in a way, just different niches. Correct. What does your marketing company do for all these solar businesses? We specifically run paid ads for Facebook and Google accounts. Um, So together? Correct. Uh, it just depends on where they are in their solar business. If they're just starting mm-hmm. out, we recommend that they do Facebook ads to get a few mm-hmm. deals. And then we operate on a pay per deal basis. So it's a very lean model that makes sense to them. And then if they are well established and have a marketing budget, then we will recommend a combination of Facebook ads with SEO with uh, Google ads as well in order to maximize how much they're getting. But we're only really charging for Google ad management and we're just consulting for the rest of it. Mm-hmm. So, how much do you charge per deal? We flat seven fifty. Uh, when they're starting out, yeah. Like if a solar owner were to get a deal, we would charge them seven fifty. Besides that, they're not really paying us. Um, mm-hmm. That's why our offer is so good because most of these people will join us. They get like twenty leads the first week that they're with us. Then they start running appointments. About you know three weeks into being with us, they're starting to pay some time, and they're walking around away with like four grand in profit. So again, that's that's part of my philosophy um, of just anybody that's associated with me and my brand should be making dumb amount of money. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's not necessarily about the bottom dollar for me. It's more about bringing value exponentially and building an empire. How much would you say is an average solar deal? I would say an average solar deal is about seventeen to twenty-seven, thirty thousand dollars, mm-hmm. and that just depends on uh, kilowatts as well and uh, red line, how much they're exactly. actually making. Uh, without boring you with the details, their their commission on that or the 
The business should be profiting anywhere from 3,000 to 7,000 for the solar deal up to 12,000 on an average deal. That's worth about 17 to 30,000. So. What's, uh, what's the, if you had to choose one industry that is going to dominate in 2030, so 2030, right? Mm -hmm. Year 2030. Would that be roofing or solar in your opinion? Which um, industry will be more dominant? Just Do to be you think that, you, yeah. it's, it's 100% going to be solar. It, there's no doubt in my mind that the solar industry is going to be far. So right now the roofing industry is probably about a $3 billion thing versus the mm -hmm. solar industry in America alone is about a $70 billion thing. They're in two different brackets. They're two. We're talking about energy and we're talking about construction. You know, this is... This is two different ballparks here, um, mm. especially the way things are going now. I mean, you know, without getting too political, tons of people are worried about like our global thumbprint. So a lot of people are wanting to switch solar because they don't want these coal factories to be generating energy, which I mean, the sun is warm, everybody. The sun is hot. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, I digress. It, it doesn't matter to me. Uh, I, I like it that a lot of people are mm -hmm. thinking that way because obviously it makes more money for the solar industry. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I, I think roofing companies that transition into solar as well end up becoming the billion dollar companies. Um, Lee Haight, a popular guy in the roofing industry, talks about it as well. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it, it's just a no brainer. So roofing has no competition. Uh, you know, if you're batting up against solar, it's just uh, two different monsters. So how I see it, you know, with the industries uh, and marketing in general, I honestly don't think solar will ever be beating roofing unless there is some government initiative to go green, which there is currently, I agree. But it doesn't matter, doesn't, you know, mean it will be in the future. My, you know, vision of this is the industries who are needed to a population of people will always survive, right? Simply because you, so let's say people will be always born. People will always need to eat. People will always get sick. People will always die. People will always need a home, right? And roofing is part of it. So maybe everybody needs a roof, but not everybody needs a solar energy. I, I know there is a move right. to it and it's the woke move, movement at the moment, right? Solar is great and everything, but many people don't agree with that. You know, they, yeah, they're used 100, to 100%. to the old way of doing things. A thousand percent. And I'm I'm there with you with that speculation. You're right. Mm -hmm. People do need a roof over the head, but people do not need solar panels necessarily. However, we're looking at it on a micro scale here. We're not actually mm -hmm. looking at the economy here. So I actually pulled up the numbers because I was a bit skewed. My data was okay. off. So the roofing industry last year was valued at $23.35 billion. Mm -hmm. um, by 2030, it's going to be worth about $41 billion. Mm -hmm. So there's tons of money in the roofing industry, right? So yes. last year, solar was worth $167 billion. Mm -hmm. By 2030, it's going to be estimated about $373 billion. So... Again, it's two different ballparks. Fundamentally, if we're thinking about it, people need a roof over the head, but also everybody has a roof over the head. 
And as a roofer, I can speak and say, it's very rare that they leak. And if they leak, you don't need to spend $10,000 to fix it most of the time. However, mm-hmm. the game that we play is, hey, we're going to bring you a $10,000 product for $1,000. That's the value we're bringing. And it's a, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, but at the end of the day, a new roof is really not life-changing. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't bring the value versus a solar install saves people on their lifetime value of their homes. So they could be spending about, you know, $250 a month and then cut that down to about $90 a month over the lifetime. That's estimated about $45,000 a month. So the value is a bit different there. Mm -hmm. However, I'm biased towards roofing. I like roofing better than I like solar. But if the question is, which is more valuable, it's very obvious. And like, I'm not speaking from an emotional perspective. I'm not speaking towards a biased perspective. I'm speaking towards here are the numbers. Here's what the economy says. There it is, you know? Yeah, I see. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Like, uh, the thing is, like, with solar, uh, yeah, you mentioned, like, it increases the value of the home. But doesn't solar also break? Won't solar also progress further? So once you place the current solar thing, that means that you actually need to spend again to get more efficient systems. So with that same logic, aren't you going to get hit with a hailstorm next year? So you're going to have to buy another roof. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, uh, true, true. Okay, yeah, that's true. But in a way, the roofing technology, I think, will evolve slower than the solar because solar is newer, you know? So it's going to be a jump from iPhone 6 to iPhone 12 in solar. Very true. But in roofing, it's going to be from six to seven because yep. you cannot change many things. I mean, I saw that there is like a restore master thing where uh, roof max, where you actually restore the roof, that kind of technology. That doesn't happen often, you know? Yeah. But then again, I think both industries are very prevalent and I believe that the world will continue to push towards the green energy, to re- renewable resources, blah, 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 you know, that kind of awoke stuff. So I think solar will definitely be, especially in the United States, a thing that will be pushed towards and by the government. You know, yeah. you'll be rewarded for pushing for solar. And I believe by 2030, no matter what I say, solar is going to be dominating United States. And especially because until then, some people might, you know, go and leave us. So, you know, yeah, things will change. True. And, and I'm no. not, you know, I'm not even in love with solar. I barely see the value in it, to be honest with you. I probably wouldn't put solar panels on my house. Maybe I would just to, just to hook up my homie, you know, like, like, let's say I got my boy and he's in solar, right? And I just happen <laughs> to have a house. I'm like, bro, just go ahead. Put the panels on. What? You want 20 grand here? Just take it. I don't care. Like, it's not <laughs> anything. You're not really achieving anything. But cool. Thank you for saving me a little bit of money on, <laughs> on my electricity. <laughs> yeah, easy, but right? I'm interested. Like, what do you guys? Let's say it's theoretically solar, and there is no electricity. What do you do in winter? Does it work normally in winter? Yeah, as well? it works. It works great in winter. Um, cloud yeah. coverage, everything. The sun still is hitting. Photons are still reaching the Earth's surface, or else every plant yeah. on Earth would be dead. Um, of we, course, but... we are harvesting the energy of the photons, converting it mm-hmm. into electricity. It's just ener- it's a transfer of energy. I see. My philosophy with the whole thing is okay. Obviously, it's a I, what? It, what even is that? So that's like 
10, 11, 12. It's a 12 figure industry versus roofing being an 11 figure industry. I'm just positioning myself where the money is. That's all I'm doing. I'm just, I don't care about solar, but I am positioning myself and my company where there's a shitload of money flowing. And energy sectors are a huge discussion in politics. You know, it's up there with oil and all that stuff. So it's going to get more and more attention. I've already positioned myself and already built the systems in order to harvest this, but I could give a shit about solar, right? Like I want to do construction. Like I want to be building, you know, I want to be building things. Solar is just a great vehicle with my business model right now, the agency business model, you know, to get a little mm-hmm. seed money for large scale developments. I see. Give me a second. Sorry about that. No, no problem. All right. So I do agree with that. I mean, summer is definitely the future and what I plan to do with my company uh, currently, we do home improvement, roofing, construction, but I definitely plan to open a solar branch as soon as possible, simply yeah. because uh, there is a lot of money to be made. And this woke thing will continue. You know, I mean, you can see Apple. They, there, There is literally an option where uh, you can charge your phone only when there is renewable energy. Yeah, 100%. You know, this kind of woke agenda, I mean, woke, call it whatever, you know, but woke doesn't need to be always bad. It just... uh. Woke essentially means looking into future and focusing on new technologies. Uh, you know, it's, it doesn't need to always to be bad. You know, woke is not bad. It just you know, it has a bad stigma thanks to, you know, I prefer not to speak. Otherwise, I'm I'm going to be in big trouble, right? I but I, I'm willing to get canceled right now and say that if you're part of woke culture, you're a dummy and you need to meet me in the cage. And if you disagree with me, meet me in the cage and we can have an in-depth <laughs> conversation about why you're a dummy. <laughs> I don't think roofers are woke. I, I think they're no, like, no. Uh, I work with some roofers. I'm not going to name them. But these guys, they don't give a shit. They yeah, all no. just go Very, Roofers are hilarious, bro. Like of all industries I've ever been in, roofers are so fucking funny because most of them are just like getting drunk or like high and just partying. <laughs> And just like, it's like Wolf of Wall Street shit. You know what I mean? Like you're just like a bunch of degenerates doing blue collar work. Right. But I, I love it. Like I'm, I'm here for it. Cause yeah, like I'm just here for it. You know, I'm, I love, I love it. I don't like, like I will indulge in degeneracy when it's appropriate. However, I don't, I don't seek it out. I don't constantly indulge in degeneracy, but I do like, you know, a good, a good party every now and then. Mm, I see. So what is the biggest degen? roofing story you lived through or heard up to you i mean you don't need to name names i got you bro yeah 100 percent. i'll i'll tell you a few so we're gonna we're gonna make some imaginary situations here but these are all real things that happen i'm just avoiding the details in order to make sure that we're all we're all compliant here so imagine uh, a bunch of roofers fly to las vegas and we got a hotel and we have a party and, you know, we're giving awards and all that stuff, and it's all nice and dandy, and we got cocktails. You know, we're, we're starting the cocktails. Well, actually, the party starts at 7, right? Behind the scenes at about 7, 7.30, you're going to have about half of the guys meeting in the bathroom doing some cocaine and then going to the awards ceremony. So then you got half the guys that are coked out. You got the about 80 to 90% of the party there drinking alcohol, so getting crunk. About 20 of them, 20% of them are going to get blacked out. It's just they're going to party hard. About a good, uh, I would say a good 
50% are going to get pretty drunk. So you got 70% that are drunk, about 30% that is, you know, hanging on. Maybe maybe 20% of those people are going to be pretty buzzed. And then you're going to have the 10%, which is stone cold sober for that time. So the majority <laughs> are at least drunk, right? You're going to have about 80% of them smoking some pot. You're going to have about 50% of them on some cocaine. And we're just getting started. Like we're just starting the award ceremony. So... You know, everything, everything ends. It's all fine. 10 p.m. comes around. We're now hopping bar to bar to bar. There's more drugs involved. Yeah, so 10 p.m. We're in Vegas. More drugs, more bars. Like, let's keep going. Let's let's see how hot we can run this bitch. And we're just squatted up at this point. Bunch of just high, drunk <laughs> roofers just made a shitload of money. Don't know what to do with it. Um, <laughs> hopping bar to bar to bar. Macking on girls, doing all kinds of wild shit, right? Are, are they married? Am I married now? No, no, not you. The roofers that were hooked. Uh, some some of them are married, the and then uh, some of their wives are there, and then some <laughs> of their wives aren't there, and it's just, it's a, you know, it's a degenerate show. Interesting. <laughs> like, <laughs> very, very interesting. Yeah, I, think it's, I think this is a, a good way to end the episode with some crazy roofing stories. So... If somebody wants to work with your solar marketing company or wants to recruit you to do roofing sales for them, where can they find you? Uh, you 100% will not be able to recruit me for roofing sales. If I'm roofing, it's going to be for Soderberg. If I'm not roofing, then I'm making billions of dollars. Uh, oh. <laughs> if you want to work with my agency and you want me to bring you a shitload of deals, you can find me at empiredevelopmentagency.com. My Instagram is a great way to reach out and follow my social media presence. It's at ZZ Leo underscore Martinez Z. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, my Facebook is linked on here. So, you know, you can mm -hmm. friend me on Facebook if you'd like. Uh, mm -hmm. I might respond. I might not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, I see. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. Uh Oh, yeah, so much for being part of it. There have been some technical issues, but, you know, we are just starting out this podcasting, so there, we might have you on for another episode later on. And I'm, yeah, also, getting into, yeah, I'm also getting into this uh, podcasting thing, you know, I'm trying to grow this thing. I, I streamed games before, but, you know, sorry about the mess, technical difficulties if you watch this. If you haven't, the next one will be better. The next one is tomorrow and we have another scheduled for Monday and another one in a week. So, people are interested to be guests, so why not run it? You know, Joe Rogan started on Scuffed as well, but look at him now. He makes millions, so yeah. who knows, maybe maybe Roofer sponsors me or something like that. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, right, thank, thank you, you so for much, watching, Alex. guys. And yeah, I'll see you see you around. Yep. You don't need to leave.